Good morning, my friends and people of God. How are you? You're welcome to review where we journey with the Lord Jesus Christ one day and one step at a time. And your weekend starts right here with me, your host and your dear friend, Esther. We're still on our prayer series, but today we round up our prayer series and into the weekend tomorrow, Saturday, we start a brand new and fresh topic, God willing. Amen. Today, as we round up, we look at the topic or subtopic, subtitle, to whom should we pray? Like I told you yesterday, to whom do you pray? You know, my friends, this is a bit tricky and maybe funny to someone out there listening to me. To whom should we pray? Or to whom do you pray? You say, what do you mean, Esther? What do you mean, to whom do I pray? To God, of course. I pray to God. My friends, which God? I ask you one more time. Which God? Is it the holy God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Is it the triune God of the scripture? The only one true God? Do you know why, friends? Because we have all tried to make up our own God in our imagination. You know, we have this imaginary God. We have ignored God's standard, the one true triune God's standard of morality, and make up our own as we go. Why we purposely choose to forget that God's standard is an optional. Which God do you pray to? I ask you one more time. Is it the God who accepts and condones sin and goes, mm, well, it doesn't matter. Also, His grace covers my sin, <laughs> my friends. Be careful. Be careful if you are in the group of His grace covers my sins. Please listen carefully to me, my friends. Yes, God's grace is limitless, but He desires a close relationship with Him as you and I would desire of our children to whom we give good gifts. Anyway, grace is not the topic for today. But to whom do you pray? To whom do we pray? I was just describing the kind of our imaginary God to whom we sometimes addresses our prayers. Do you know one of these days, God willing, we will dig deep and discuss and study together the big topic, grace. But back to my questions, friends. Be careful. Do not be in that group. For you know what? What is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. Do you know that sin that has now become so common in the world? 
And to you and I, it's not even sin anymore. It doesn't look like sin anymore. Everyone does it. Do you pray to that kind of imaginary God who accepts and condones sin? And say, well, even Christians, Christians do it. Pastors do it. Be careful, my friends. God bless you. Now, back to that topic. You know where we read yesterday? You remember yesterday in the book of Matthew, chapter 6, we prayed the Lord's Prayer together. Jesus taught the disciples and us, you and I, to pray to God, addressing God as our Father in heaven. And you know, unlike our earthly fathers, God is always all hears. The only one true God in heaven never sleeps. He never goes on lunch break. He never takes a day off. We can never get his answering machine give us a busy tone or a signal. He always listens. Turn with me this morning as we look together and study from the book of the gospel according to John chapter 16. John chapter 16. We'll be reading from verse 23. John 16, 23. What does it say? It says, And in that day, you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Friends, can you see that in your own Bible? It says, most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Amen and hallelujah. Therefore, my friends, in order for our prayers to touch the heart of the one true God, the triune God, God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we need to trust in the merit of Jesus Christ as our Savior. That is, trusting in the works of the cross, nothing else. Only this way, my friends, are we in a right relationship with God and address our petitions to Him. Look, we need to remember, we need to always remember that God hears you and I, not because we have some right to be heard. No, far from it. But because of the finished works of Jesus, because of the finished work Jesus did on that cross. So our prayers, what I'm saying to you now this morning, as to the question to whom should we pray, is that our prayers should be addressed to one true God in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Turn with me one more time, just before we round up this morning, into the book of Revelation. And let's see what happened there. Revelation chapter 22. 
We'll be reading from verse 8. We'll be reading 8 and 9. Revelation chapter 22. Let me read verse 8 and then and then we'll go on to verse 9. Now, I, John, saw and heard these things. And when I heard and saw, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel who showed me these things. Then he said to me, meaning the angel said to John, Then he said to me, See that you do not do that? For I am your fellow servant, and of your brethren the prophets, and of those who keep the words of this book. Worship God. Amen. Hallelujah. Did you see that in your own Bibles? John the Beloved, who saw this revelation, was struck by the awesomeness of heaven. God showed him heaven and things that will be. John was struck by this awesomeness to the point that he tried to bow to the angel to worship. What I'm trying to say to you, my brothers and sisters in Christ, my very good friends, is that any prayer not addressed to God in the name of Jesus is idolatry. Just like we saw John trying to do to the angel, to bow to the angel, the angel refused. The angel said, no, you must worship God. No angel, saint, no angel or saint merit our worship and prayers. Prayers must be addressed to the one true God in the name of Jesus. Do you address your prayers to the one true triune God in the name of Jesus Christ? Right now, my friends, we come to the end of our prayer series. I implore you, do not forget to review every now and then. We need to do that or we need to be doing that. We need to be refreshing our memories and our minds. And as you do that, may God bless you. May the Holy Spirit teach you how to pray to the one true triune God in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning when we shall be starting a brand new and a fresh topic. Make sure you pray. Make sure you turn prayer into an habit from today if you have not started in the past. And if you have started, I want to encourage you Make sure you keep, you, you keep going. Yes, God is never tired of taking requests. Make sure you give thanks to God in your prayers of petition. Make sure you intercede for others. And make sure you get yourself a prayer partner. Someone like-minded. Someone who fears God or a small group of people to pray with. Make sure you pray. If prayer does not work, nothing else will. I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. But until then, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, 
and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. And amen in Jesus' name. for the world.